Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends, spending time with our wonderful Lord. Titus chapter 1 verse 12 today, living a Christ-centered life in a very, very self-centered world. Reputation versus character. Uh, Titus 1.12, one of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. The Cretan prophet Paul was referring to was a highly respected 6th century B.C. poet named Epimenides. Historians say he was considered to be one of the seven great wise men of Greece. His statement about the Cretans may have been made in a general way, but it was obvious that many of them had such a reputation. The late evangelist Bob Jones Sr. once said, Your character is what God knows you to be. Your reputation is what men think you are. Whether or not Epimenides was exaggerating or speaking in generalities, his use of the word always was not wise. Obviously, not every man in Crete was this way, or Titus would not have been able to ordain any elders or spiritual leaders on that island. All-inclusive words like always and never should be avoided in conversation, especially in the middle of an argument or disagreement. Do you ever catch yourself saying things like, you never care about anyone but yourself, or you always uh, interrupt me when I'm talking? You know, exaggeration uh, words uh, like always or, or never cannot be proven and only seem to heat up arguments. It's unwise to use them. Again, your reputation is what others think of you or remember about you. Your character is what God knows you to be. I think it is obvious that we do not desire for our character or reputation to sound anything like the Cretans of Paul and Titus's day. Could you imagine uh, being known as a liar or a cruel animal or a lazy glutton? Who wants to be called a liar? Not me, and hopefully not you. Liars are about as self-centered as you can get. Lying lips are still an abomination to the Lord, and he strongly attacks the sin of lying throughout his word. You know, Solomon reminds us that a lying tongue actually hates the victims who are afflicted or crushed by it. On the contrary, righteous people hate lying. David said, I hate and abhor lying, but I love your law. Probably the classic verse on lying is what Jesus said in John 8, 44. You of your father the devil and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Secondly, who wants to be called an evil beast? Not me and hopefully not you. The Cretans had the reputation of acting like vicious, venomous wild beasts that lived solely to satisfy their intense appetites. They were cruel. Comparing people with animals is not uncommon even today. If a guy or girl act a little bit spacey, they're considered squirrely. Uh, some are crazy as a bat, strong as an ox, sing like a nightingale, or eat like a bird. But in this case, the comparison is not cute or kind. Actually, something Paul is making a reference to the mythical Cretan minotaur, half man and half bull, that terrorized and devoured Athenian youths that were given to this beast to appease it. In any case, God created animals, but not in his likeness like he created man. Wild animals are without souls, so they are indifferent to the suffering they cause on another animal they choose to kill and eat. Not in a sinful way, but instinctively, these brutes do whatever it takes to satisfy their own needs, regardless of how it may impact anything or anyone else. Cruel people seem to find pleasure in inflicting pain or suffering on somebody else, physically or emotionally. Third, who wants to be called a slow belly? Not me, and hopefully not you. 
When Epimenides mentioned the slow bellies, he was probably referring to inactive, lazy gluttons who refuse to work or hold down a job. What do you think God would rather see in our character, laziness or diligence? God asked Paul to write to and encourage the believers in Rome to fight against laziness, to work hard, and to serve the Lord enthusiastically. I always smile when I read the paraphrase of Solomon's warning to lazy people in Proverbs 24. If you happen to be a teenager, could your mom rewrite this passage to describe how you left your bedroom this morning? I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one who has no common sense. I saw it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds and the walls were broken down. And I looked and I thought about and I learned a lesson, a little extra sleep a little more slumber, a little folding of hands to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. That's a paraphrase of Proverbs 24. Moms could use the same in describing some teenagers' rooms. Well, the Cretans had a reputation. They were known for being untruthful, selfish, and pleasure-loving. Even though this was a generalization of those living on the island of Crete, individuals still had to make a choice by the way they live, whether or not the generalization included them. Who wants to be called a liar, self-centered, or lazy? Not me, and certainly not you. Lord, by your grace, make our reputations match our character so others can see your transforming work in our lives as we seek to serve you with truth, selflessness, and diligence. Hey, our time's up for today, but this is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope you guys have a really, really good day.